This is Carl. You should follow me on Twitter. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. We're watching a full-length movie on YouTube. We'd like you to go find your YouTube, type in a movie that we're going to watch, and listen to our podcast at the same time. That's the concept. Carl, what's the movie today? Today we are watching Shaft in Africa, 1973, and that's what you put in your search engine from YouTube. Shaft in Africa, 1973. Okay, well, uh, and uh, I, I, okay, who's hosting it? Okay, the publisher I like. Let me just pull oh, this sorry. up yes, and shift down. It's HJ. All right, so we, uh, give me one second, I've lost sound. Sure. Carl? Yes. Okay. Carl, you can say whatever you want. I can't hear you. Okay, so um, it's the the publisher we like is HJS Hussein Juma Shambi. Perfect. All H right. Period J period S. Sounds Hussein good. Shambi. Yeah. And I also got sound back. I know we were having two conversations at once, but we uh, usually have our countdown king here, Paul Bramba, but he is out due to carnival. This is the May 26th, 2019 mm -hmm. episode, and every uh, year, that's the time for Carnival here in the Mission District of San Francisco, where MutinyRadio.fm streams our show live every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or you can just follow our podcast at LWAFLM or YT, or check us out on our YouTube channel, LWAFLMOYT, where the movies and the podcasts have been slavishly put into place together in sync for your enjoyment by Carl himself. Yes. All right, good. Well, let's watch the this labor movie. Labor of Love. It is a great labor of love. You've got like at least two dozen movies, episodes of our show on there. About 2,000. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are hovering our little key uh, because Paul Brumbaugh is not here. We have in his proxy, will you please give it up for the fabricated voice of Paul Brumbaugh. Let's get ready to brumble! All right. All right, kiddies, you know the drill. Get your finger hovering over that play button, and in three, two, one, go! All right, here we go. Oh. It's Africa already with a lion. I know, it's Africa already. We have a lion, Leo. Leo, uh... Huh. The lion. See, they lied. There are lights in it at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> right. I don't see the lights at the end of the tunnel. I see the start of it. it what says, we're seeing here is a bit of a dungeon, and we'll return to the scary place at uh, the end. So that wasn't a subway station. We're right. not. We're not in New York City. We're not in Times Square. <laughs> not yet. All right. It's a big mansion. That's right. We are in Paris, France right now. Oh. And we are watching la la. Uh, a guy yeah. who is escaping because they found out he's a spy. Okay. I'm just going to ruin it for you. That's one of the best things I do is ruin movies. Yeah. This is the son of the Amir of Kaman. The son of the Amir of Kaman. His name is Ramallah. And Ramallah um, was spying on this... Uh illicit, illegal Parisian espionage. Now they've caught him. Okay, now we're in... And there's the Champs-Élysées. No, that's that's Washington, D.C. That's the capital down there. <laughs> no, they're in Paris. <laughs> Washington totally bit off of Paris. 
totally. the way. I think you already know it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Washington was obsessed with it. He's like, we have, they have to build the Statue of Liberty. They give it to us. Right. So we don't want this thing. So these are the bad guys, right? He's got a car phone that works. Yeah, this is the main bad guy. His name is Vincent Amafi. And he's on the phone going, 300 men, you promised me 750. This is bullshit. Fulfill your contract. I don't care about your problems. Oh, so he's a and slave is, trader. Now watch what she's going to do. Oh, it's going down. Right. He's going to clean up the floor of the, of the car. And he's taking a call. <laughs> call me back. He's like, call back. I'm busy. The driver's like, like okay, driver. Uh, the driver's like, we're going to take a shortcut down Pothole Lane. No, not Pothole Lane. <laughs> no, out, out, out. Damn it, driver. <laughs> I'm switching to lift. All right. Hey, uh, I think the best shortcut would be Pothole Alley. Oh, they both have the same name. All right, they are, he must, oh, this is the, the brother, the son. This is the son, yeah. and they've discovered that he is a spy. I mean, he was posing as an African who is simply looking for work. Oh, I got you. Ugh. All right, well, this is still topical. And he is, they sort of led him to his own devices here. Now, it's going to look like he's trying to break out of his, Handcuffs? His, uh, handcuffs, but no, he's really etching a message for whoever can find it. Oh, I see. Robotron. Information about where that dungeon is. Oh, cool. Dungeon and it will is be below ground. By Shaft himself. All right, so this is very important. I thought he was just scratching his back. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, no, actually, they have uh, back scratcher technology then. Oh, um, even back in 73? Yes, and he is so beat up. That's the last thing he's worrying about, like a scratchy back. Look how happy the supervillain is entering his house. He's like, that's the best car ride ever. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> well, that woman is like his, he doesn't even like her, but she is a nymphomaniac. So he's she, like, you're mine. And he just keeps her. She was in the car smoking a cigar and then uh, went down on him. This is where, like, if you had a tic tac. You see this room here? Yeah. Shaft will find this room. What, you're talking about Shaft? Yeah, Richard uh, Square Tree. I mean, Roundtree. Roundtree. That's a big map. Yes, Mr. Bond. Oh, they got little lights on it to say, like, we're, we're human trafficking from this part of this. <laughs> No, this is 73. They didn't have yes. light technology. That was until the 80s when the etch a sketch okay, came so about. Okay, so this guy's reporting, we found the spy, and we know who he is, and he's the Amir's son. These are his notes. Dates, times, locations. It's basically yeah, he was doing outlining cover. the human trafficking... Huh. You know, their operation. These autographs are forged. That's not Thomas James from Punninger. Celebrity autographs. You know, it's sort of funny. The autographs kind of died. The selfie took over. Yeah, right. You don't need... Uh, you just take a photograph and boom, you, you have your presence. You remember Steve Martin used to hand out, like, uh, yeah, cards? Yeah, cards. Uh, Say, congratulations, yes. you met Steve Martin. Now they'll hand out, like, uh, selfies, and it'll have a blank spot, your name here, 
your face here. Okay, look, he's got a silencer on his phone, on okay. his gun, but you totally hear the shot. They're doing it a cheap way. Just close up with the gun, and they close up with the victim. Boom! Don't show the gun, the, the special effects. Your eyes with every shot. Yeah, we're not going to show the whole body. Oh, there's the whole body. Where's the ch- where's the gaping ch- uh, gun wound? There's no gun hole. There's no blood. Bloodless. Yeah, this is one of those movies where you get choked and you're dead or stabbed and you're dead. Okay, here we are in New York. Yeah, finally, five minutes into this. The first thing that's unrealistic is you cannot park your car. This is Central Park. Park Crossway. Yeah, Yeah, right. Oh, but the one car that's parked in Central Park, there's three people stealing his hubcaps. And there's no traffic. There's... By the way, <laughs> the feeling of hubcaps kind of went away. Uh, there was hubcaps. Manufacturers quit on hubcaps. Yeah. Do you remember Hubcap World in Jersey City? <laughs> I made a lot of money down there. Oh, really? That was selling, your, selling used hubcaps? Look at that. He doesn't even bother yeah. to put it in the back. He just throws it in the back. Fuck do I care? By the way, that was Richard right. Round Tree in the that Central is, Park yeah. scene. Right, but in that Central Park scene, it was Richard Round Tree, because he was around the tree. Oh, he was around the tree? Yeah. Now, look, he's got a high-rise apartment in Shaft. He was like a West Village. I know. He, well, he lived. In, he worked in Times Square. He didn't have a car. He, uh, he right. you know, he had a very small office. Hey, some Africans. Scraping by. I I love that movie. So the guy goes, Shaft, Africans are looking for you. And he goes, I don't know any Africans, brother. <laughs> There's one in the elevator. There's one now. That guy's been creeping in the elevator all day. Now, the African knew his floor. Right, but he hung out in the elevator waiting for him. There was two elevators. How did, what was the odds? <laughs> right. And also, yeah, it's unrealistic elevator waiting. Also, we're about, you know the sensors in the elevators. He's going to do a movie trick in which the sensors don't work. Watch. Okay. Whoop. Oh, yeah, right. Just got it at the closing. Look how proud Shaft yeah. is of himself. Shaft and elevators. Isn't Shaft the uh, British word oh, for elevator? elevator shaft. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, John Shaft knows about elevators. Little elevator action. You know, every time you go into the elevator, it says Otis. Is that really who you want servicing the lift? Otis? Otis? Wasn't it John Otis, like the most powerful man in the world? But, I mean, it's like a southern name. Like, what seems to be the problem? I don't know. Well, Otis. It just does, the elevator's not working. Well, that's his last name in there. Look how big his office is. In the first movie, he yeah. had a Times Square with a with a calendar that said January 1971 on it. Now, look, he doesn't knock. He doesn't he just open. breaks the door down. He just... Now, watch what Shaft does. He pulls a gun. In his own office? And he just shoots the guy to kill him. Okay, let's see if there's ridiculous. any blood. I hope the bloody squib doesn't hit the camera lens. <laughs> Whoa! No squib, you'll see. He shoots him, no effect. It's he like shot the floor. Movie. He actually shot him directly? That's so weird. Yeah, that's weird. That's a bad movie rule, let's call it. Where the gunplay is so casual and in like a professional setting. You know, like they pull a gun in the bar right. and they shoot in the bar and everyone goes, ooh, like more American graffiti. He shoots a focus director. In a bar in San Francisco. Now, they did a blow dart on him because they're just doing African stereotypes. Right. Well, yeah. What's that stick? Is that like the guy's weapon, his katana? 
Yeah, and Shaft is going to become an expert at that stick. They're going to be like, you're good with the stick. He goes, a brother named Shaft better be good with the stick. <laughs> right, because Shaft also reads Paul like a stick. Okay, so now they've abducted Shaft. Taking them away. We should mention the music that we're listening to. This is not the original score, right? This is not, oh, here we go. Metro Gold, Goldwyn Mayer. I mean, yeah. this is a major production. They lost half a million, but they really didn't think they were gonna. Uh, you know what? They were able to milk it out one more time. And this was not the original director who also did the sequel. Right. This is a director named John Gullerman. He did. Um, he started in 59. He did Tarzan movies, Towering Inferno, King oh, Kong great. in 76 with Jeff Bridges. Oh, King Kong, yeah. And then I, I like the sequel, too. Yeah, he did that one, too, in 86. Oh, all King right. Kong Lives. Yeah, King Kong Lives. All right. Death on the Nile, Sheena. This guy did his stuff. Now, after the 80s, he worked a much less prestigious thing. Yeah. He ended up doing, like, TV films and stuff. Can, we, can we mention that we're watching the opening credits, and the theme song is by the Four Tops, right? It's not... It's not yeah. Isaac, uh, Hayes. Yeah, it's called Are You Man Enough? They should do the and taxi theme song, though, the way they've been driving over that bridge. <laughs> Screen Gems. Screen Gems. Oh, so what's it called? I'm sorry, what's the song called? Uh, it's by the Four Tops. It's called Are You Man Enough? It was produced by this man named Roger Lewis who did lots of soul music. The themes, you know, the rest of the music is done by a man named John... Where is it? It's pretty. Oh, Johnny Pete, who's composed them all and had the band, and they're not the best enough? soul yeah. songs, but they're like background soul songs. It's okay. Based on the characters of the first movie. Now, this uh, screenwriter, he's got his chops. I mean, this the screenwriter was. Uh, here it is. He wrote in the heat of the night. Oh, very cool. With Sidney Poitier. Actually, it was a book. He he did that a lot. He he adapted books for for movies. Apparently, The Poseidon Adventure was a novel. He wrote that. Town yeah. Inferno was a novel, and he turned that into a screenplay. I know, and then people were like, you're going to make a movie of that? That would be insane. It can't be better than the book. It's going to be a bunch of explosions. How can a movie replicate that? The, a book can't. Then In a the book, you're like... The yeah. fire <laughs> I could imagine that. That's an outside. Oh, speaking of imagine, there's no imagination needed as uh, Richard Rauchy wakes up bare naked yeah, in a stable. Hay covered everywhere. And uh, hay, hay on his hair. Yeah. That must have been itchy as fucking hell. Oh, here's the assassin. They're going to stick fight and he's naked. Look, he's got his own stick. They gave it to him. Yeah. On purpose. And he's naked. We see his butt constantly, but he's fighting without showing his genitals to the camera. Yeah, there's going to be continuity issues here. He's like going to be in blue sweatpants every now and again. <laughs> oh, you don't think they did all these shots naked? You'll see. And this director was like, whatever. Yeah, come Leave on, it. man. It's pretty ridiculous. If would... People would be getting popcorn at that time. No, I think people are sitting here riveting watching Richard Roundtree naked fight a man with a stick, no less. By now, Shaft has his persona down. Right. And uh, he's saying all sorts of... This guy's like, where did you learn to stick fight? And he goes, the New York Philharmonic, brother. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, well, Shaft's fucking funny. 
There's no doubt that that he's funny. We would be pleased that you're already circumcised, and he looks at him for that, and that gets him distracted, and he's hit on the head. Uh, General mutilation. All right, so he's out cold, and now he wakes up in a shopping mall center. No. That guy we saw was named Wata, and he will turn out to be a double agent. Oh, all right. Well, fuck, Carl. I'm ruining everything in this film for you. By the way, yeah. This ru- the film ruins is there's no like they they know right away it's a double agent. Like there's no revealing of a mystery here. Well, Every he, step along the way. He's in a hot box right now. Now his ass is covered in sand cuz uh, he woke up on sand. It was hay right. and this sand. Is gonna be itchy. Did, are we just watching the dreams of Richard Rowdry? He's like, yeah, that would be great. No, he's um they're preparing him for he doesn't know it yet but they're preparing him for the African heat and being oh, in the I desert see. and random stick fighting you know I, I have yeah, to say so he's I, going to Ethiopia even though he doesn't know it yet I, I have to say in 1973 these movies the way they shoot in in, in, uh, in you know familiar locations like that on impulse the, the idea of having a weapon out is, is, is standard and I guess but they yeah. have these like fighting sticks that they walk around with like if you see someone walking around with a fighting stick or what have you I, it's not because they're using it to, to steady their pace they're using it to fight you know just as much as I see someone with a gun in their pocket right so it's but back then I guess it's fine the only time they'd really worry about a stick is if it's Gandalf. Oh my God, that's when you call the police. You call 911 and you say, there's a wizard on the bus and he has a glowing stick. So th- there's a voiceover in the room and he's like, you must survive for eight hours walking around in desert conditions. So he covers himself up. Oh, and then he says, hey, that's I a great idea. Let's turn the lights off. Bravo, Mr. Chef. I already, I already have my can. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking funny, man. We'll, we'll see if we can get some of his uh, quips live as we watch this. Now, this is the Emir himself. He's an ambassador to the UN, this is and Mila, leader of the he's month. the one that's uh, selected Shaft, and he's behind the scenes organized all of this. Oh, so he's oh, he's going to be the good guy. Let's no, maybe he'll double cross him. These guys are all good guys, even though they're pretty bad you just told me that kind of guy is a double agent uh yeah that guy right there to yeah. the right is a double agent yeah, yeah he's just right. spoiled uh, it he's on the good guy side right now. we still got like an hour of this fucking movie does uh you know, even though this movie's bad it does its job you will be entertained oh yeah i mean i, I like shaft i you know i think i've seen this one I don't remember. so now it's like the torture's over Oh, you passed the test? Right. He knows how to fight with the stick, and he's already circumcised, so now he's having a burden. <laughs> that waiter waited a long time to leave their seat. So oh, what just... we're learning now is that there's human trafficking going on. They go to Africa, and they recruit people to Paris yeah. and other countries and to say, we'll will you know there's opportunities to make money but then when you get there you're being paid pennies and they're charging you for rent okay now we see why he didn't get shot oh because he had a bulletproof tevlar in there so shaft goes next time between the eyes brother man that's like 
don't worry about it. He'll probably pull a gun in his office and shoot you point blank. So uh, wear yeah. this Tevlar outfit. It'll, you'll be fine. Right now he's saying, time for you to call me a cab. Time for you to get a new pair of pants. Look at that. He's got camel toe. He has. No. <laughs> Something is blocking what would make camel toe. Well, I mean, it's it's uh, has like five wrinkles around there. Creases. Well, let's, uh... My, we um, found them in, Mr. Shaft. Okay. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying, um... Like, I'm not really turned on by camel toe, oh, but dromeda toe? <laughs> I make you a most... I'll give a girl with dromeda toe one hump. $25,000. Do you, uh, and Moose Knuckle is a guy, right? With his nuts showing? I never He's got that, that phrase. Kong. 15 now. I, what'd you say about nuts showing? Moose Knuckle. Moose Knuckles, is that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you that do, though. nuts are so large, he has cleavage. Oh, all right. Uh, so here comes another guy. Good evening, Mr. Vaughn. I mean, Mr. Shaft. Yeah, this is very Bond-esque, this film, and there are three people who are in other Bond films, and I bet you that was on purpose. Well, I, you know, I, I read that on IMDb, and one of them was, like, after the after this movie. You know, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, it does have the kind of serious tone where they, they found the man. It's like Men in Black. They're, they found, you know, he did, took a bunch of yeah. tests, and then he's like, you passed the tests. You were very clever. Those books are way too advanced for her. <laughs> I have okay, to say that's this. This is a real. This is what inspired the script. In real life, um, eight months before the script was written, there was a truck that had a truck fire right. crossing from Italy into France. Which we're watching and right now. They discovered like thirty human trafficked people. It, it was in newspapers and it was in Newsweek and. So there's um, people right now, the there's script. a real yeah. practical special effects going on of a burning fire truck, and there's actual people right. in the, I, I would, okay, so here he, uh, he needs to break the lock, but there's nobody in the truck right now. I mean, it's, this there must is. be, but then, oh, so there's fire right now, so this is in the same shot, now this is a different shot, and he opens up and people uh, come out. I don't know, I don't know. They had a shot that separately, there's no way, and look how much smoke those guys had to endure in there. Right. So do you think that was an actual, uh, practical, real-time fire going on when they shot that scene, or they shot this separately? Probably, well, I don't know. It's 73. The director's good. Let me see. I don't have a special effects credit, and even if I did, it would just be a name because... Right. But do you know what I mean? Like, they must have shot the scenes with the people in the inside separately it's from this real fire. It's seriously dangerous, I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is dangerous right now. There's a full-on truck on fire. So that was the backstory they're telling. That's how they discovered that this thing was going on in a very organized way. And he's like, so why don't you just arrest the right. people are doing it? It's like, because we want the big man at the top. This actor, by the way, is huge in Greece. It's one of those situations like we don't know his name. Right, but this movie's going to play pretty well cause, because everyone agrees it's like... He was in Jewel of the Nile with uh, uh, my, uh, Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas, yeah, and what's her name? Kathleen Turner. Yeah. Hello. (laughs) Can I speak with Kathleen Turner, please? Speaking. Yeah, she's great. She has a great voice. Jessica Drabbit. Yeah. Danny DeVito, right? And then, like, the Flying Caramasa brothers. 
And then and she made him believe that. Uh, I don't remember any of those dogs. Movies. In '88, this guy was in Rambo Three. Oh, right on. Right. Rambo, I don't think you we meet again, Rambo. Yeah, I guess we do meet time. again. For the third time, yeah. <laughs> Rambo three. How have you been? Good better. You've been working out, Rambo? You tell me. Yeah. So now they're trying to convince him, and Shaft's like, screw you, brother. And then he goes, well, I'll give you $25,000. And he goes, okay. Huh. So he doesn't really do it for moral reasons, unlike Shaft, the original Shaft, in which he's not taking pay and... Right. Well, that's the principle of private, a private investigator movie, like a film noir movie, is that they are like the lone angel that's going to, you know, white knight or what have you, but they're going to solve, they're going to take it. The woman died and they're not going to rest until they find the murderer, whether or not they're getting paid. You know what I mean? And they're not hampered by the cop rules. Right. They're just on this like maniacal vision that they got to save this, find the, the killer of this woman, or it's usually women. That's why I say that, but... Uh, and then they just pursue it like Mickey Spillane I fucking love Mike Hammer because Mike Hammer and yeah. like Kiss Me Deadly woman dies he's gonna find out who did it whether or not anyone st- or continue paying him or want him to do it you know it's a one armed guy who saved me from World War 2 no you say uh Mike Hammer I the jury Mike I the jury that's right he comes at you in 3D we did that now, we movie. just met the daughter of the Amir whose brother was killed and she's going to help train. Sh- Look how well he's dressed right now. Look how the New York City's right behind him. This looks nice. That's what I mean. I like he has a cigarette. I guess they're in, in Queens. They're right in Queens. Now, okay. As you can see the, is that Empire State Building? Yeah, in the UN there. Yeah, they're in Queens. Okay, cool. Of no. course, she's fallen for Shaft. You'll see that throughout the movie. Everybody, every woman who meets Shaft is just like. Wants shaft, wants to get shafted. Shaft. Another meaning for shaft. Right, the first meaning for shaft. So look what's happening already. They're like, comfy, comfy. That's a little gross, right? It's a little too close. He just met her like four hours. Right, and she is so stricken with him. But the thing is, that the bodyguard guy is like her human chastity belt. It's like, say, why don't you get rid of That's him? We'll get of down to the... I'm still in my first age grade. We call that Farietta. No one is permitted now to marry Now she's going to let us know she's going to have a female circumcision what do you do for relaxation? a certain age. You're kidding me, really? My second age grade this February. When she's all Second age grade. Okay. Okay. May have sex and marry. I have it on now. After my clitoridectomy. Clitoridectomy. Your what? Say what? My clitoridectomy. Clit... Jeez. You mean she's doing this on her? Uh, Are you afraid to say the word? My clitoris. My clitoris. Yes. Are you afraid to say the word? Uh, In '73, there was no Howard Stern, and people still didn't say penis and clitoris. One of the natives get restless. But they're talking about clitoris. I can't pronounce it, but it's you know, it's general. It's general uh, mutilation. Listen to what Shaft said. Listen, baby. Uh, February is just around the corner. Now, how in the hell are you gonna know what you're missing unless you give it a little wear and tear before they take it away? Are you volunteering? Are you volunteering? Damn right. Don't lie. Hiss. 
Where are you? Do not touch her clitoris. Shaft blocked. Uh, you know what? That was yeah, very odd. He, he tried shaft blocked. <laughs> By a shaft. By a shaft. It's a stick. So now it's time to practice stick fighting. So he goes, hey, brother, why don't you go get my stick from me? Yeah. He goes, okay. It's in the stick room. And now they're going to sneak off to do it. Oh, so that was a pitch and it didn't work. So she just casually said they're going to cut it, or clear this off in February? Yeah, she says that emphasis for marriage in their culture oh. is about raising children, not sexual pleasure. But we know it was really to keep women yeah, from, from straying. The fear that they would stray. I don't know. It's, it's a really messed up thing. All right. So, well, that's a okay, so they've run away. And it's back to the elevator situation, but Shaft two is elevators. too smart for that. Watch. Oh, yeah. He was just standing behind them and around the corner. Too smart for that. I know he wouldn't go around the corner. He would probably hit an elevator. So let's stand around the corner a couple feet. Don't fart. Oh, Again, he's he breaking the door, the door out. Well, why should Hulk have all the fun, Carl? And now they're like, we're not doing anything. We're looking at a map. It's like, Here's your first payment. 15000 now, 10 when you're done. Okay. So do you think that's a better deal or 10 for when now and then 15 when you're Usually done? Usually it's half and half, right? So it'd be 12 50. One time I had to go to Chad and break up a heroin ring, and I, yeah, it was, I got half first. Right. You got 12 50 half. Uh, here That's we are. The Global Airways, but it's Ethiopian Airways, and they were very cooperative in making this film. No shit, man. That's interesting. Flying the crew over for free. But they don't, that air, the exterior airplane shop, I'm playing the, the, the passenger, his fellow passenger just starts talking. That exterior shot was like uh, not their airline, and they were able to furnish the movie? Yeah, I don't know. It said Global Airlines, but it was Ethiopian Airlines that... Maybe legally they just don't want to do it. I mean, the interior shots are cool. So this is shot in a that real airplane. Oil? Yeah, this right. is shot on yeah, Ethiopian air, airplanes. And about standard oil. most of this is shot in Addis Ababa, which I always think of uh, Lex Luthor telling Cletus. Uh -huh. Are we going to Addis Ababa, Mr. Luthor? <laughs> you remember that, right? Yeah, you, is that Ned Vady? That's your Ned Vady? Yeah, Ned Baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's so catty, man. Yeah. They, there was a meteorite of kryptonite there, and they had to go get it. Okay, so they've landed now. This is really the Ethiopian... Okay, so we're not going to see it. So we won't see the kryptonite. This is a different location. Yeah, the kryptonite, I guess that was... That was 1980s, Superman? Oh, all right. So that was... No, 79. Let's okay, just, so yeah. we're, we're still years away. Right, yeah, you're absolutely right, because after Africa was beforehand in 73, so the, the kryptonite hadn't landed. All right, restroom, and there's a, uh, a maid. And there will be no rest for Shaft in this restroom, you will see. His Shaft. Oh, look at that. She just walks in there, the maid. You guys keep peeing. I'm going to just uh, mop up the floor. Oh, kind of a burly. Uh, She's trying not to look. But wait! It's not even a she. Oh, it's a thug. Or whoever. They gave her a hard time about going into this restaurant. It was before the day of. 
Yeah, politics like that. So they shot him and there was blood, but okay, there's blood uh, gun holes with no streaming blood. Right. And he's just dead, dead, dead. Not even... Yeah. Uh, right, he's not living through it. I'm out of here. Pissed now we pants. find out that the guy who was a stranger on the plane really was an agent to protect Chef. Oh, yeah, he's the one who shot him. Go catch your plane to Addis. Huh. These bathroom stalls are like separate rooms. It, yeah, I, actually, anytime I've ever gone to... Well, I don't want to start talking shit, but many times when I've been to Europe, the bathroom was not a stall like ours. It was a, it, it was a stall, but it was sealed. It was... Like a, like a separate room. That's cool. Okay, so now our bad guy is mad... Oh, he's back that Jack wasn't killed, and he's blaming the the double agent. Oh yeah, there's the double agent. So this is the first time now. Now the reveal is here. That's the double agent. Yeah, and the thing is, like, it's hardly a reveal. I don't know. This is in this whole movie. There's no like mystery. What was it? It gets explained every every step of the way. Shaft's assignment is to go undercover and pose as an immigrant trying to get work and going through this right. uh, this uh, human trafficking system. And right. You're saying that the moment this film starts, they pretty much know exactly who this, this spy is going to be. So there's no like, yeah. yeah. And that's why the, the layover from hell. There he is. I just have a, have a home of Kryptonite. It was the home of Kryptonite. It was the home of Live Aid uh, Help. Right here. Now, Ethiopia was very, very cooperative. The Navy, the Army, they met with that uh, Haile Selassie. Oh, yeah, Haile Selassie. Haile Selassie. He's um, revered by the Rastafarians back in in the 80s. I don't know, today. Well, that's cool. And they had two audiences with him. And he was like, Shaft? Sure, no problem. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like Shaft was such a f- pop culture phenomenon um, worldwide, I'm sure. So I'm sure that's yeah. pretty exciting. All right, well, here we are. We get to get some views as he drives up. This is Addis Ababa for real. That's and good. there was like an uprising going on at the time, so they had to have protection from the army. Oh, so that's why the army was involved, so they could shoot their little film while a revolution right. was occurring. And the navy to protect the ships. You'll see the ships as they're. That's so crazy. Oh, yeah. like for human trafficking, now we go from truck to ship. Now we see a tamed lion. Hey, I sort of feel like it's Leo from the first scene. <laughs> but I think it's like some sort of symbolism, like a tame lion. You know, like oh, I see. Like just lying around. He's lying around. Now look, he's gonna roar at him. I would be so scared. I would not want to be on the set on the set with a lion, no matter how right. tranquilized that lion is. Yeah, good cue. You did it. That's because the now train. Now he flips him a, a ticket that's like, "Here's your photo," but it's really like where he's gonna meet. Oh, I that, see. Uh, Greek actor. Wouldn't it be easier? Bond. Wouldn't it be easier without the lion? Can you give me this without the lion? <laughs> Lying around. Should I trust this uh, thing? It, it might be lying. Ibex. Ibex is the store. Ibex is the right place. <laughs> All right. The exciting, I'm going to go with this store scene. Now he's going to get like James Bond stuff. 
and he's gonna say, hey man, I'm the James Bond, I'm like Mike Hammer, what was? Oh, uh, like uh, Sam Spade, we saw that yeah, in the trailer last say. week. I'm not James Bond, I'm Sam Spade. That was, I mean, he said that in the first movie, which, you know, kind of had a punch to it, but now so it So he goes to silly. the cleaning woman there. Remember, a cleaning woman just shot him. He goes, can you trust her? Because I'm never trusting the cleaning lady again. Shaft, Shaft's killing it. I would love to see Shaft live. You think now, look, she... he just went to a bar, right. a place of business, that's and 70s. poured himself a drink for free. That's, that's the 70s. You know? I, I, a... guess, I think it's more like movies. Movie, right? Because if your friend did that, you'd be like, "You gotta slow down, friend." <laughs> In the movies, they don't pay for the restaurant. They don't pay for hardly anything, but they always seem to pay for the taxi cab. Well, I think right now it's apply. Oh, right, yeah, they do it in a very graceful manner. Here you go, Bell. Like, and I'm, keep the change. Keep the change. keep the change. I walked out of the cab without paying you, and then I walked to the window of your of your spot and gave you a roll of money and told you to keep the change. Thanks, man. Thanks for circumventing me. <laughs> oh, this walking stick has some shit inside. Explosives? Gun? Hold on camera. one moment. I'll be right back. Okay. Let's get this movie cranking. You'll beg with me. And take this one. The walking stick There's has like a here. spy. All right, it's a bag. And this. What is it? What you buy me? Ooh, 1970s tape recorder. Turn clockwise. To stop okay, recording. here I am. Once okay. again, I was saying goodbye to Sun. So, oh yeah. It's the, it's a regular feature on our. Oh yeah. Podcast. We give away. Uh, we pull behind the curtain here and there. So he just showed a secret agent bag that has a clickable tape recorder. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You, and you saw the camera in the stick. The ca- that was a camera. Okay, I thought it might have been like a laser beam gun or something. Now he's like, how about some heat? What? How about a piece? What? Uh, even, <laughs> right now. Because why not? You, like, what's he going to He's going to walk with that stick, right? But that's a fighting stick or a walking stick? It's a fighting stick he will use for walking. But just like I'm, just, I'm just saying, if you were walking down the street and you saw someone with a, a fighting stick walking down the street, or I've seen guys walking with knives down the street, yeah. there's only one thing I think of. It's like defense. And it makes sense if you're carrying a gun, right? Because, you, you know, I need a gun in case, you know, a, a, something happens at the bar. But it's just like he's going to walk around with like a fighting stick, like a katana. No, but in, he's now going to go into the villages of Ethiopia, and they all have them. All right. But he's I'm just saying going that. going to go. All right. Let's see here. Okay. Fair enough. There's real tribes. Uh, the Rashida and the Konosos tribe. Uh, helped them pick locations and worked with them and yeah let me just look here yeah a lot of unrest because of the independence movement especially in the north I don't know what that means I'm not belittling the idea uh, if, if everyone walks around with them I'm just saying I would be like super nervous okay now this guy just saw Shaft leave and then later on he's going to be the one signing up Shaft for um, you know, to get the job. So it kind of doesn't make sense. He knows he's a spy. I don't get it. Oh, so he knows Shaft is a spy, but Shaft is like sneaking in and pretending to be a guy who wants a job and he's going to yeah, approach that guy and that guy's going to play along. The guy who signs him up knows. I don't get it. So they both play along. That's so weird. Now, you can see there's a female within Shaft's 
Yeah, uh, well, he was staring at her while she was putting makeup on. So, of course, she will fall for Shaq. White guy. That's what he said. She just said, oh, he said hi, and now she's just chit-chatting with him. He's speaking her language, and Shaft knows a little of it because he trained. Right. Two weeks before he left. Oh, look at that sheep on the side of the road. It's pretty cool. From before. Did you see how the sheep scattered? Because it was sheepish. Yeah, it was a little sheepish. Now, this is a place called Harir. You know, that happens and a lot. It's the same old sheep. <laughs> so in, in Africa, they have... Oh, I was... You'll probably consider that racist and judge me, so I won't no. say it. It doesn't matter. Well, so, all right, so, so they're still on the bus. If you want to say later, that's fine. Well, we can say... Well, you know, what, it's a sheep, right? Yeah. So what kinds of sheeps would you see in Africa? Are you going to say black sheep? You said it. That's I said it. This is Mike. All right, let's. Uh, all right, yeah, it's fell on me. <laughs> uh, uh, I just want to say something, by the way, that's irrelevant. Um, right. On our YouTube channel, we don't get a lot of views. You know, sixteen, twenty-three. Okay. Some have more views than others, and it's the ones that have words in the titles that are sexual. Interesting. Franken Hooker has one hundred and three views. Okay, that has This Hooker, News right? World has 210 views. That's 210 people who watched a movie they didn't need to see. They were probably looking up the word nude and clicked on yeah. the link and... Look at that, he okay, just killed a now, man on the bus. The guy to attack well, him with a knife. tried to attack him. So I was saying, like, he walked around with a knife the whole time. Like, I mean, I guess a knife is discreet, but a stick? Well... Look, okay, there's a stick holder in there. All right, I take it back. You're hung up on the stick, but everybody's got one. Right, see. now the bus had a stick holder that he had it in there. So he just killed a man, and now he's sitting behind him. And the bus driver, every, even though everyone's asleep on the bus, right. the bus driver is still driving. Right, like it happens all the time. And the guy, he'll just walk away from this murder. So the bus driver didn't see a guy assault another man, and then that man kill him and leave him lying there dead? With his mirror, with his ears, he didn't hear anything? No. All right, rest stop. There's a Carl's Jr. down the street. Don't yeah, cross streams. Look, they're peeing. Did you see it? Yeah, they're, they're all peeing. And they're crossing streams. That's so dangerous. That's so dangerous. Do not cross streams. Okay, while they're literally peeing, he's running away. <laughs> oh, my God. Good job. Now, what I don't understand is why he's sort of doing an escape here. I don't understand why. Well, because he killed a man. And these four people are now awake. And okay, stuff. maybe He's, that's why. Yeah. I mean, everyone but the bus driver was asleep when those two Don't fought. you want to pee, sir? Ah, oh, let him sleep. Honestly. All right, let's do a count. We're one short. Yeah, fair enough. Bye. Um, I don't know if you care, but now we're in a setting, uh, a rustic countryside, and it's called Arba Minch. Nice. Arba Minch is where we are now. It looks gorgeous. Everything's great. Yeah, where are all the starving people? Okay, he stole his passport for some reason. I guess to find out. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Took a picture. Oh, so we got the stick in there. That's Super fly stuff picture. you told me. Yeah. I'm going to, Mr. Bond, I'm going to explain all these spy devices. Use it 
during this movie, at least one scene. He's like, just spent all this time telling you about it. So we see, I we just see saw it. Her Majesty's Secret Service, which doesn't star Roger Moore or uh, Sean Connery. That was that George Lazenby. Only once. Yeah. And that's where I saw this. Um, uh, Telly Savalas was playing who Austin Powers played, you know, that he in that suit and he's bald headed. Oh, Dr. Evil? Yeah. So. So I saw the guy Dr. Evil Evil was um modeled after and it was it was it was Kojak. Now did Kojak have a cat in that one? No. Fofinger, uh, not no. Fofinger. It's a it's a character that shows up in a bunch of them. Well, yeah, there's a combination of But if you see the Telly Savalis one, that's the look at the suit. Right. Yeah, right, the the You're Euro right, jacket. Though, it could be an amalgamation. Shaft's got a friend now. Oh, he saved a dog. Oh, good. Shaft has yeah. a dog. Now, what's unfortunate with this guy, uh-huh. he wasn't a drinker, this dog, but he used to chew chat. Now, he doesn't appear... I was looking for him. I looked him up in this book called Hollywood Dogs That Drink, but he wasn't in it. Uh-huh. It, quite frankly, the internet told me he was not featured in that book, even though he had serious problems because he was not from Hollywood. He wasn't a... Wasn't he in Hollywood know, he was, Dogs That Chew Chad? Yeah, they didn't make that. There was only the one entry. This dog. <laughs> this dog right here. He is man's best friend. Go away, random feral dog. Go away. I'm a friendly well, no, dog. What he's saying is, get out of the road, you dummy. There's a car coming. We got to hide. Come on. Oh. So here comes danger. Yeah, one one car. And they honk the horn because look who it is. Um. Oh, it's his daughter. It's Clitoris Woman. Right. This is before February. God, that's so casual how they talked about it. Uh, oh, a little side of the road action. Why don't we do it in the road? In the room. Bum, 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 bum. You know, George ha- Ham- Harrison wrote that song, right? Why don't we do it in the road? No. Who, uh, who Paul McCartney. The- Paul McCartney. Well, the original yeah, title as a matter is... matter of fact, he recorded it solo just on a piano. Huh. Uh, and they added Ringo stuff later, but... It was like a lonely, the Beatles were at a weird time in which they were all, you know, the manager had died and they were off doing their own thing. I heard that the original title of the first draft of that song was called, Why Don't We Do It In The Ass? (laughs) Is that a serious thing? No, I waited. I waited. (laughs) (laughs) Now look, they see this place where they put corn to keep it away from crows. And Shaft is like, come on, baby, let's use that clitoris, yo. Oh, my God. So it's corn cobs and Shaft and... Oh, yeah, let's go ahead and use it now. It's before February. God, that's crazy. So they're just... So they're, they're going up into a corn... It must be awful. This isn't romantic. Which is more realistic? The parking spot he got in Central Park or that there was a place they could have sex right, literally right off the right. side of the road? And another thing I really don't like is she goes, my people use this for, she doesn't say, you it's know, like my corn. people, it sounds, it's like fake, I don't know. So the people put She was in black exploitation films. She was in um, uh, Blackula. Great, which was uh, Gordon Parks, I believe. No, I don't think he directed that one. Sorry. And she was in um, Detroit 9000. Oh, uh, yeah. Lots of exploitation films. Of Detroit 9000 is great. Well, also, like, these scenes, so they're naked inside, like, they're covered in hay again. It must not be comfortable. 
Right. It's just, it's movie comfortable. Yeah, movie comfortable. Well, and... Uh, she was in Hammer, Melinda, Blackula, Detroit 9000. That's a good question. She was a regular on Bustin' Loose, this TV show in 87 that was only one season. And then she went away. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a shame it was only one season because I really did feel like busting loose. <laughs> they busted out of. We're going independent. Oh, no, baby, you had some good teachers. Oh, she's not a virgin? He's funny, that guy. Not anymore. I've made an important decision because of you. Well, my daddy told me, he said, John. One time you should never, ever make an important decision. This is pillow talk. That's right. It's corn talk. Made love. Never make an important decision after we made love. Oh, what'd she say? Corn husk talk. That's an important decision, all right. She's not going through with it. February comes. I'm not going to let them do it. Wait, they already did it, didn't they? Yeah, but she's not going to get her clitoris cut off. Oh, no. Yes, you're right. That is a plot point in the not a plot point, but it, it's something I found. See, everything about Shaft and Women is just braggy, braggy, braggy stuff. Right. Since she's now had the greatest lover ever, she's, she's just not excited. going through with the... Now that she knows what the clique can do... It's John Shaft. Now, Shaft's off to the mission, and she's real depressed. So why did she show up? She showed up in the middle of Africa. Right. I know. They were just she in New York. Boned. There was no purpose for her to be there. How did she know he was there? He's, he's not even going and riding with her. He's walking in a separate way while she's... Oh, st- yeah, this is his contact, the bodyguard oh, he's see. supposed to meet. You can see he has his fighting stick. Yeah. And Shaft's like, you friend or foe? And so he's going to teach him how to do the, give me five. So did that dog watch them and they're like, you, you did it up me style? When they were having sex, the dog. <laughs> he did it me, you did it me style. Yeah, me style. All right. Yeah, he sees them doing it and goes, "Come on! I thought humans were smarter than yeah, us we, dogs. We, we, can't you figure out? Why'd you do it that way?" The dog said, "We have no choice. As dogs, we have no choice. But why, as humans? Yeah. Right. I mean, you send missionaries to Africa. Come on. What is the meaning of this gesture? It just means, brother. It I means I'm happy to see you, brother." <laughs> Go. All right, here we go. I talked over his line instead of him delivering it. I No, no, but it was pretty close to it, I gotta admit. Now, one thing I respect about this film is this isn't bullshit. This is a real tribe. Cool. You know, and we see boobs here like National Geographic. All right, but it's educational. I, did you miss them? They're already passed. Oh, you know, National Geographic apologized for a bunch of their articles from last, from their publishing uh, legacy recently, they said. Why? Because they felt that it was framed in a very racist way. The, the, the information... What? what? Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, they're talking about the articles, not the photos of... Some of the photos and, and the articles, like the, the, the purpose of the articles, and, and as well as the photos, the, the perspective they were trying to, to approach in the, on the photos. You know, I was at a comedy show last night, and they kept on saying, like, 
they talk about Irish people and they say it's racist. Then talk about Italian people and they say it's racist. But those are nationalities. They're not really. But you know, they're used to. They're still used to kind of punch down in, in uh, a comedy club. When when I hear Irish jokes, it's like, well, we can't say the jokes we really want to say. So let's make fun of the Irish. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Because you're allowed to make fun of Italians and Irish and get away with it. Right. Right. So whatever, like you know. Disgust you have. Like if you like Mario Brothers with Luigi and yeah, it's it's I I mean I I don't want to use the term racist. It's not a race, but it, it's so um, it's uh, it's a slur against Italians. But that's okay. I mean, imagine if they had right. You know, I I don't know. Pick your ethnicity, and they did that. They'd be like, this is outrageous. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying, and there, there probably are examples that are just kind of now lionized and like part of our culture. That when you find out the original history, I mean, some say that Mickey Mouse was a minstrel show, you know, because he wore gloves. Oh. Yeah. The, the the fact one of the facts that he wore gloves is like, why would he wear gloves? And they believe it just you know it came from that uh, minstrel yeah. show tradition. Well, they've made made it to their destination. Good thing that training in the hot sun and the sand yep. paid off. He goes, it's hot. Let's dig a hole and get under. What are you talking about, Chef? Chef, we'll just walk no, over no, to the work. village. Yeah, but there's a village right there. We go. Trust me, I woke up unconscious naked in a room full of sand and hot lights above me. <laughs> and that's what I did. And the voice in my head told worked. me it worked. What voice in your head? The one that said I passed the test. Uh. Now, I'm not sure why they're running to catch these trucks. They'll just stop. And then they make a right turn. You'll see. I don't get it. So they're all, they're all running for that truck. Well, this is his chance to join, to be exploited, to sign up for being taken to Europe to make a lot of money, they're told, you know. They're going to get 200 francs a month, but their rent is 100 francs a month. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so they get tricked and they, they get stuck into this. Uh, they set them up. Right, so it's not called slave. It's not, you can't say it's slavery because they're getting paid, but it is. It is, yeah. They're, I gotcha. They're indentured. You there, Carl? All right, give me a second. Hey, Carl? Oh, yeah, I see the phone ringing. Okay. All right, guys, let me get the phone. He killed the dog. Yeah. Oh, my God. They killed the dog. We had a technical yeah, difficulty, the- and you had to call back, and, and I just missed a... That looked like a real dead dog, dude. Well, yeah. It had blood on it, and it was... I mean, did they uh, put him out? He's fighting. He's you like know, John Wicking right now. He's John Wicking, right? Because he's like, you killed my dog. I'm going to have to kill you. <laughs> he's but, John Sticking. John Stick. Oh, my... So right John- now is the first time that throughout the whole film that Shaft has done something moral. You've killed, killed the dog, dog just to be a jerk. So I'm that dog explain. looked really dead. I mean, it was like the weight of it. I mean, I'm a little scared, Daddy. <laughs> now, look, you know, in even though it was 73, they would not kill a dog. They probably 
you know, like put them to sleep so that. Now you see these guys. Yeah. The director's like, okay, cheering, roll them because they're just so fake. Well, who are they cheering for? I don't know. They probably want Shaft. I guess. Or maybe they're just like, fight, fight, fight. They just might be saying, fight, 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 I know, Sam. In their language. They're doing some stick fighting. in the way. What asses? (laughs) Get out of the way, you ass. I thought to tell you that joke the very first time I ever watched this movie. I'm glad it worked. It sounded organic. (laughs) It worked. Now, look, Shaft is getting the upper hand now, and this guy's really going to get beat up. All right, with sticks. Do you think they're like stunt sticks? Like yeah, I think foam? he just touched his stomach and the guy went, ah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now, look, he's going to try to see the Break face cheering. Yeah. He's going to Dracula him. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's got the stick against his neck. Oh, he's got Dracula. Here we go. It's Dracula. Stickies are a custom of my people. He bit him? He bit Shaft? Now Shaft's really going to... Get him now, and then he's going to feel some pity. Look at that Ooh. right in the face, like in the teeth. Yeah, like Adam's apple looked like from this. There you go. Ah. Ow. Wow, he really is beating up this guy. Maybe it's maybe they're foam sticks. I don't know. I don't know. It looks like a lot of real stunts are occurring. Real people getting out of burning trucks and is, dead if he dogs. would kill that guy, the guy would go and die right away. But if they're fighting. Right, he has like a moment's grace where, he, where the hero hears the blood cry and goes, nah, that's not who I am. Right, and they're disappointed. Oh, yeah, they're shaking their heads. He's alive, but Maybe shame. Maybe he's from New York. Now, that guy was like, Shaft, don't fight him. And for his trouble, he got banged in the head. Oh, I have this little piece of paper in front of me. I forgot yeah. I was telling you. So... If there is something sexual in the title, we get a lot of views. And then if there's two of them that are like two years old, Cockfighter, which has the word cock in it, has 3,300 views. Wow. Way to go, And what do you say to a naked lady has 6,400 views. 6,000 views? We have a video? Wow. All right. Well, forget this podcast. But it's been there two years, you know, and I think someone's looking for naked lady, and they bump into it, press play, and they go, what's this crap, and leave. Uh Uh-huh. Make sure you leave a comment before you say, what's this crap, and leave. Let's preserve yeah. that moment. Keep keep it on um, school for sex. Somebody wrote a comment. Twenty two minutes. Oh, so like, that's. I guess one minute twenty two something cool happens. I think this one has it too. This video, in the comments. Now the guy who just signed him up was the guy who saw him before and knew he was a spy. Oh, but he's just playing along. Yeah, but why would he? If oh my God! The so guy the their organization. They're trying to kill him every step of the way. So I don't see this dead dog he's carrying. Like, well, I guess his tail is wagging, right? He just told him, go bury your dog. The tail is, how's the tail wagging? Like, is it a real dog? It's, it's bouncing, it's bouncing. All right. It's just a little unnerving if they actually did kill the dog. Oh, there's a little doggy grave. They're biggie. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's... Now look, somebody starts shooting at them. Not yet, but... Carl, I'm going to check the website. MutinyRadio.fm, uh... hit the donate button. Yeah. Okay, does the dog... I did that in April, so I'm due. I have doesthedogdie.com. 
Shaft in Africa. <laughs> Does the dog die? Two votes. Yes. And it says, Shaft's dog is killed. Wait, it's a boat? Or, yeah. Or it's, it's, a we- it's, it's a website where before you go see the movie, you type in the dog and people will let you know, like Reddit style, does the dog die? Type in Old Yeller. Okay, hang on a sec. Old Yeller. Oh, wait. Old Yeller. Here we go. Does the dog die? 33 votes. Yes, the dog dies. He's shot by the owner after contracting rabies. Well, yeah, and he was under the porch. What about Sounder? Okay, Sounder. Now, look, that's the guy who signed him up, and he's got a Luger shooting him. Why uh, didn't he? Oh. Well, it doesn't make sense. Well, I think Shaft is going to take the situation feet first. What? Yeah. Sounder, does the dog die? A dog is shot and injured in the film, but does not die. John Wick. Wait, I think I'm mixing up Old Yeller and Sounder. I think Sounder went under the porch and licked his wounds, and he wouldn't come out. That's right. I mean, I saw this when I was, like, eight. Sounds like a really bad movie. Look, see, carries a knife. everyone carries weapons eight. in this movie. Everyone has a, a knife or a gun or... Yeah. A stick. Now, he just did the typical movie killing. He twisted the neck. You've seen that before, as if he snapped the guy's neck. Yeah, right. He completely and then the does. Guy instantly is dead. Unless, at the last minute, you decide not to kill him, he's still on his last breath, is what you're saying. Now, Shaft will take this, right. If Shaft will take this Luger, and he will own it throughout the film, and it will help him. Uh, I got a list here off the internet of all his weapons, all his guns. Wow. Yeah, look at that. So where are they right now? They're inside like a... Well, there's, I don't know. There's this whole brick structure, like abandoned castle thing, even though it's not abandoned. Right. And this stuff all happens around it. It's in Hanar or something like that. It's a real place and they had lots of cooperation. That man said that two men would die. He was wrong. Only one man died. I forgot to tell you that. The old man they visited predicted two men would die. And so he's saying here, only one man died because that guy was a dog. Oh, and and my dog, which I buried in the dog grave. So he insulted the man by calling him a dog. So what does that say about this dog? Okay. It's talking about like... T-08. What's that? It's what he just stole. Okay. I do like... Oh, look, he's walking around with a stick around there. No big deal. Uh, See, everyone's got sticks. Yeah, all right, fair enough. But then it can't be, like, primarily for fighting. Um, yes, they're fighting sticks they use for walking. Okay, and walking. And Shaft is the long, long pole in the tent. All right, I'm going to stop <laughs> talking about uh, these fighting sticks. Look, that guy's got a stick. That yeah, guy's got I get it. It's like, right. Oprah, you get a stick. You get a stick. Oh, look at these asses, man. Get out yeah, of the get way. Get away, ass. Why don't we do it in the ass? <laughs> yeah, I've seen donkey porn. So this is one guy. Uh, the music's pretty good. Now, the desert, there is a desert in Ethiopia, and that's where the people were 
starving, but much of Ethiopia is lush and farmable. It was just a bad time. Um, 73. That they raised. No, no. Everything's cool right now. They're, see, okay, see, they're heading into the desert area of it. Okay. But Ethiopia had like a really bad season, like four years in a row. And so, right now he's like, you know, I, I just can't believe they would think he's a native, but. Oh, right. They just, everyone starts talking to him. There's a camel. Now, this guy's got camel toe, yeah. Yeah, that okay. camel really has camel toe. This guy here is a big deal, and he was in... No, I think I'm mixing two people. All right. I might have said the wrong... Okay. No, the jewel is in Nile. Oh, yeah. Okay, the... no... Here we are. Here, I got you the guys. Majadi Maha. Yala, yala. Now, um, Shaft has to poop. It's the first time in the film Shaft will poop. Gotta take a Shaft. And it's so racist, you know? His poops are brown. <laughs> uh, that's a good joke, I guess. I wasn't asking for that one, but... <laughs> okay, that's an East Coast joke. All right. East Coast joke. You know, yeah, here in the West Coast, we don't appreciate here. it. Carl's in uh, the East Coast, and I'm in the West Coast. The definition of liberal a little to the right. <laughs> Literally. The now, that's West. the guy he beat up before, see? And he yeah, he threw him off. Chef's a bully, man. And that's it. We'll never see this guy again. No, oh. we won't. And this guy really should be beat up, uh, really hurting right now. Right? He should be recovering. Right. Well, he was beat up pretty badly. Okay, I don't have the information on this actor, but he always plays a guy in a turban, and he's, you know, like... I, I, I'm cursing myself because I looked him up and everything, and I've lost that piece of paper, I guess. And King Kong lives. King Kong has, like, heart trouble, right? And Jeff Bridges has to, like, take care of his heart. Like, there's a heart transplant or something, and there's a female Kong. Um, okay, so... I saw King Kong back in the day, and I loved it. Uh -huh. So I went to see King, the next one, and I felt like I got tricked. So I kind of on purpose don't remember that film. Oh, I know what you mean. Was, oh, that's cool. Look how he got on a camel like that. Yeah. Th th this guy's an expert humper. <laughs> Must this be guy can really hump. One time they gave him a dromeda, and he was like, two humps? That's too much. Yeah. Well, I've been to his class, but he only uh, he's only open, he only teaches on Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesday is hump day yeah. for his class. <laughs> it's I, weird how these guys sort of side saddle the camels. You see how really. their their legs are all always to the. They call those legs camel toes. <laughs> I would think they would get on top of the camel. There's subliminal messages in these camels. Oh, it says smoke joke. more Marlboros. <laughs> Yo! Uh, smoke more camels. <laughs> Imagine if, like, a corporate spy got into the drawings and it was like smoke Marlboro. What the hell? So well, you're. You, I, I meant to say you're you're talking about the story where. Uh, oh, look at her! She's looking at all the guys working. She's going to get super horny over the guy, and then he's going. I would give ten years of my life to see everything. Look, this guy has like, a jack. Literally has a jackhammer. <laughs> like his pee, pee Yeah, they're all holding. Like, this guy has a stick between his legs now. 
Oh, so she's so, like getting off escrows. Yeah, she's it's getting super little... horny for that. And then, obviously written by Amanda script. Well, and it's also then, like racist horny. You know what I mean? Like racist shit makes me horny. Well, that's not... What was racist? They're, I they're, mean, they were black workers. But they're indentured workers, right? They, they got them basically slavery. No, no, no. Oh, this right. is Africa still. Oh, right. I thought it was. I thought it was their Europe. workers. I thought it was their workers. Okay, what's going to happen now is Shaft's still not dead, and he's pissed off, and he's going to be like, "You have to go and kill this guy." And then she says, "Let me volunteer to do it because I'm bored." She's going to go meet Shaft, but the truth is, she's going to go bang Shaft, and he knows it, and he's turned on by it, and he wants her to record it. It's weird. That's weird. Well, he knows he wants Shaft dead too, so maybe that's that recording before he dies. He has sex, and then he has that recording. Mm-hmm. I guess megalomaniacs. Look at this now. It's wow. just not realistic that he would be able to do that. So to throw a man in the back seat of his car floor right. and then put his his foot on his neck and then he's, have the guy recite yeah. dialogue, and then talk all calm. It's, like he's not Darth Vader. Yeah, right. I mean, first off, that actor must be in a lot of pain because that guy's foot is on there. And second of all, it has to be a set. If not, he's crammed in the back seat of the car floor. Yes, and it's 73, so maybe he is. Now, this guy is named Frank Finley, and he he was he was a serious actor. He did Othello with uh, Laurence Olivier. Yeah. In 71, he was Casanova. Ooh, Casanova. Now, there's the Bouquet of Barbed Wire film, which the internet says is controversial. I never even heard of it. Is it on YouTube? I don't know. Uh, let's see. I'm going to have to use the other computer for that. He started in The Longest Day as one of those privates in the Army. The uh-huh. only credit I really love of him, there's two of them. One is he was in Black Adder, one of my favorite shows. Right. Depending on which Black Adder, of course. And then he was in Christmas Carol, which is one of my favorite films. And he was Jacob Marley, the ghost. The only other impressive really? thing is in, he was in The Pianist in 2002. Which I never saw. I'm not really going to go see that. I'm not going to go see it either. I missed it. Um, I'm not a fan of that. the lead. And also, and you won't like this because you're Mike Spiegelman, but... Polanski. How many movies about the Holocaust can be made? You well, know what I mean? I, I'm not worried about that. You could. There's always. I mean, those stories need to be told, and uh, as they long do as they need to be told, but as long as those stories are being told, that's fine. There's nuance, and I understand. Like uh, for reward ceremonies and popular entertainment, it gets to a point where uh, it, mm-hmm. it seems like it's just award bait. But you know, it's mainly because award it's, bait. Yes. Let me get away from something controversial and go to the moon landing, okay? All right. How many films are we going to see about our glory days of going to the moon? Like, what have you done for me lately? Like, why do we keep retelling that oh, story? Oh, I'm about to see uh, First Man tonight. So, it's funny you should oh, mention yeah, that. Oh, yeah, right. That's a great example. Yeah, that just came out last year. Well, you know, we... Mount Hebron School was changed to Buzz Aldrin. I know, I love that. Buzz Aldrin, we're from Montclair, New Jersey, was uh, known as Montclair's second man on the moon, according to a yeah. flag. So, yeah. And, we're... Um, yeah, at first people didn't believe that he was from Montclair. They just thought it was the Buzz. <laughs> okay, now this guy's like, if you sign up, I'll give you a bunch of money and then you can go get prostitutes. And everyone's I like, guess... yeah. Oh, well, I must have kind of no catch. Let's do it. Only catch, my friends, is STD. 
<laughs> now the thing is they all came there to sign up he doesn't need to do this no but he's saying like one more night before indentured servitude why don't you go out and fuck a prostitute and uh, they don't they don't okay. know it's indentured well I mean it's they're still saying like before you go and start your job why don't you go have sex with the prostitute and here we are right exactly this and is not, so yeah. The guy takes a liking to Shaft, so Shaft apparently gets one of the nicest girls, but when he gets to the hotel room, I don't agree. Oh, here she there is. Here she is. And he's like, I'll tell you the truth, I'm not going to fight it, baby. And he starts to do it with her. But something will call him away, and when he runs away... She's going to be upset. Like, she really wanted to sleep with this. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, here she is. Taking her clothes is, off. Is that the greatest woman ever? Yeah. Oh, here we go. So, we got to mark this in the comment section. Just I think she had some sort of accident or something because her butt has a crack right down the middle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, there's something going on. He's going to stop. She clearly. Is a camel rider too, but right. Oh, uh, brothel trouble. Are they look? They're going after him, or yeah. I I'm not sure what it is, but he's like, I'm out of here, baby, and she gets upset, and she even says something like, "Damn it!" Even though it's a foreign language. Let's right. listen. Yeah. Watch this. Yeah. Oh. God damn it. God damn it. Yeah, that's what she said. But he Watch just this guy jumped. Jump. I could never do this. Watch this. All right. I'm still shocked Boom. by Richard Roundtree's jump. Yeah, wow, that's real time. Real yeah, practical if I did jump. That, I, I, I jump over a fence and there's something in my crotch that's like, you know, behind it well, that people, hurts so bad. You can break your feet. You can break your feet landing. I like that. Yes. Like the way Richard Roundtree look, fell. You see his jump? He yeah. jumped over. It was jumped over impressive. that person. Uh, he jumped over with a candlestick. See, I don't understand what happened and who they're beating up and why there's a chain. Yeah, there's like a market and he gets away and then people just start pounding on the other people. Now, um, Chef is going to get bitten, right? Yeah. And he's go it's going to draw blood. But then on the next scene... There's no more. He gets bitten in the hand, but and it's fine. Yeah, that yeah. scene is fine. Just like in Bugs Bunny cartoons, someone yeah. would be poofed, you know, blown up. And, okay, once again, the guy's just going to die. But first, he's going to bite him. Every name you know. Who's paying you and who sent you after me? But if I tell you, he'll kill me. I'll kill you. Yeah, see, I got it. Right, right. You've seen movies before. Yeah. Well, if you don't tell me, I'm going to kill you. All right. It's... Don't save me. I do this for you. I'll do it. Now, there was a sequel to Shaft in 2000 with Samuel L. Jackson, and Samuel Reaver. L. Jackson played the... The... Cud, the... I bit him. You're right. He played the cousin, like, like nephew or something like the that? Niece. Yeah, the nephew. nephew. i seen that movie. That's John Singleton. It's a great film. It was a great film? It was Do a great film. you recommend I see it? Absolutely. Christian Bale plays okay. the white shit heel villain, and he is just fucking odious, man. It's a great film. 
Like he's just this oh, like kind wait, of rich. Maybe I did see it. He's like a Is rich there kid. A guy? Yeah, and he's just he he disses the drug dealer. Yeah. And, but it, okay, I did see it, and that was a good, good scene. Yeah, and Samuel Sam L. Jackson is great in that movie, and, and Richard Roundtree does show up, you're right, as his uncle, and he's like a character. So he says to him, next time, don't bite off more than you can chew. Uh, hands off is what I would say. <laughs> There's stuff like that is all throughout this film. Well, actually, this you know, guy was in James Bond. The camel scene, he goes, do you ride a camel? He goes, no, I ride ass. <laughs> That's a very nine, uh, 2000 thing to say. Okay, so there is right now, 2019, in production, another sequel to Shaft. Huh. And Samuel L. Jackson, again, will be the nephew. And there's this guy named Jesse Usher. Okay. And he's going to he play like John a younger Shaft? Shaft the third. Interesting. All right. Uh, you know, um, I like it. It's been shot. It's in post-production right now. So, you know, it's cool because, you, you know, the... They usually like you. You have a hit movie, and the sequels follow the characters and the storylines from the previous movie. And if there's a continuing third movie, then those characters are brought in. And some movies like yeah. uh, you know Friday the Thirteenth and and Halloween, they keep the Doctor Loomis in there. They keep some character or new characters show up. Right. And they but then we just got to a point where we're like we know what the idea is. It's a killer doll. Why don't we just reboot Chucky and call it Child's Play? And just yeah. start it all over again and just do it, you know, it's more people are going because of the story and not because of the characters from the previous series. You know what right. I mean? They don't care. They don't care. People are there for the for the concept. But so th- now Yeah. Well, okay. It's basically these are the people who signed up and they're all getting in the hole. And it's all voluntary, but look, it's the nympho. And she, you know, Shaft notices, and she noticed, you know. They had to put these, they're putting these people in, like, a slave galley, and he noticed, and... Uh, but it's voluntary. It's like, this is the hold where you will do your journey. It's all all voluntary, but, yes, it's... I mean, you can tell why this was made. It touches the buttons of... But it still goes on today. 73 is still much closer to serious racism times, you know. You keep mentioning... Uh, you know, John, John Shaft, I mean, Richard Roundtree, he was in Rude. Right. Oh, you knew that, yeah. No, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, he plays... Let's see here. Um, oh, yeah, he was in City Heat with Clint Eastwood and Burt Reynolds. Okay. Oh, do you not like that film? I think it's so good. No, it's a good movie. I think that's a Clint Eastwood movie, right? It's oh, the director, maybe. No, it might be someone else. Well, he's also from Dust to Dawn. Is a great moment. No, that's Jim Brown. I'm fucking. Sorry. He plays the slave Sam Bennett in Roots in '77. So Shaft already happened, and that's probably why he got picked. Right. No Star Trek movie in the uh, connection in this. I tried real hard. See, all those guys are down in the in the. Uh, well, they're making the ship. a parallel to slavery. Yeah. Well, these guys are just walking around above the ship. So now the nympho is talking to the trader, saying, "You get shafted in my room," and he's like, "Bullshit!" And he goes, if, "She says if you don't, I will tell the boss that you raped you know you, you raped me, and you know it'll do to you." Wow. Rape. 
that's our rape connection. That's why I raped Well, it is also like getting the clitoris removed. In small groups <laughs> for fresh air. I can't believe that's a real thing, any, you know, today, but it is. It is. It's and and so, in the United States. It, what? Isn't there like some, the court's rule? It was in the okay. U.S.? Yeah. For, for religious that I reasons. find very hard to believe in today's day and age. All right, so they're they're above ground. I guess they're getting some rest. Well, Here's, they get exercise. Yeah, and now she's like, "Come on, follow me." Psst. She made sure that Shaft was one of the first people led upstairs to get fresh air and have exercise, so that she could bump into him. She is a Serbian actress. She didn't do much. Um, back, I read a New York Times review of this film, and they called her a Yugoslavian actress actress because it was before it was broken up right now she, she, he's saying stuff like I am too wild and she's like come on Shaft <laughs> you're a terrible actor Shaft again like you said before it defeats the whole espionage thing because everyone knew right off the bat that's right throughout this whole film there's almost no mystery every Everything is above board and revealed. You're still interested. You're still watching the whole thing. There's right. action. There's fights. There's well, you got human lives at stake. You got everyone on this ship who's you know, and you want to make sure that yeah. he takes them down, so they can free these guys. So Captain Steubing has given them a very good. Yeah, see, she's got a great cabin, and the other guys are sleeping. For also, you know, like, you talk about Shaft not having any morals. Those guys are down in the dingy part of the boat, and now they're exercising. And he's like, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to go have sex. Actually, oh, I mean, you're, I'm, I'm with you on that statement. But actually, he's like, you're not turning me on, baby. I got too much on my mind. Yeah, no, that's great. But they do have sex, right? Yeah, in the end, of course, because that's why you go to the movies in '73, and it's Shaft. Right, he's it's gonna have, so he knows that like he's having sex while these other people are down in the in the bottom of the boat. And she will say to him, "You're the first man who ever made love to me properly." Huh? Right, new. It's you should news. listen now. He's asking how inches. big is your penis? Also, that son of a bitch. You can usually tell by the size of a man's nose or the length and thickness of his thumbs. Keep listening. All right. I always look for a man with prominent nose and long, thick thumbs. Baby, you're not turning me on. I got too many things on my mind. Too many things on my mind. Shaft. Oh. He's, I, we might have missed it, but he's like, Amen. it's so cold in here, my, it's shrunk to eight inches. Uh, 20 inches, we did miss it. You know, That's what he says, though. Yeah. The man who pays Look, my bills. Yeah, she's just another, yeah, another woman just hanging out uh, naked. A lot of the full from You know, in the same way that there's CGI and everything's above board today, if you're going to be naked in a movie today, you've got to be the... Playboy bunny, you know. Well, you know, they're showing like full everyone, including Shaft, has been completely naked. But the way the camera yeah. is and the angles is, we don't see their like privates. For a That's private right. eye, there's no eyeing privates in this movie. <laughs> you know, like it's just. But you see the butt, and you see their tits, and you like, see your butt, you see your boobs, full backle nudity. Yeah, the full backle nudity for him too. No hidden gun. Look. Yeah, so he's the, like um, still denying her. He found the tape recorder. But what network? What network? 
uh, American. He uh, wants, yeah. She says that she will reveal the guy's name and everything where he lives if he'll do it with her. And will that turn him on? Or he's like, well, job, tell job. me first, and I'll decide. Tell maybe, me first, and then I'll. Maybe decide. the network was American booty, uh, national NBC national booty call. <laughs> NBC. You know, hang a sec, Carl. Keep talking, all right? Okay, right now it's like Mike said. She's sitting, and we should be able to see, but her knee is concealing. It's well directed in that way. Now, Richard Roundtree. Uh, he was a model in 63. There's something called the Ebony Fashion Fair, and he had success there. I don't know. He was good. So he started doing commercials, Johnson products, Duke Hair Grease, which is a very black product, Salem Cigarettes, which was very um, was predominantly smoked by black people, and those were the ads. He joined a Negro ensemble company. In 67, you could say Negro. Uh, they did in their title of their company, and... He did. They did the Great White Hope, and he was the star of it. So that's he took off. Oh, very cool! I'm I'm back. We have a live show happening. He was in Earthquake in '74 with the same director. Oh. This director was reputed reputed for just freaking out on people, blowing up at the cast, really, up at the actors. The, yeah, the, really this director of right now, Africa. Yeah, the director of King Kong with Jeff Bridges, the director of Wow, Towering Inferno, and those are like all big, high tense, high tense, full, stressful jobs, right? I mean, it's not like romance and Central Park movies. Well, it's probably that you know. Yeah, he always did action movies. The reason his career declined might be because he kept freaking out on the wrong people. I mean, people got to be stars. Oh, she had the same sort of accident. Maybe I'm wrong about the... Maybe that's part of the human anatomy, that crack. I can never see my... Okay, she found the tape recorder and stopped it. But look, she hit another one. She had another one on there. It's kinky. Here's our traitor. He's got a key because there's no... There's no magnetic card in 73. Right, yeah. This is back when the boats had no magnetic card strips. The keys would hang on a hook and you'd be given it for the room. If you, I've never been on a cruise ship, but they would give you like a card to enter a room. Boom, he shot him right before he yeah. even had a chance. See that spot? Yeah, that little one. Good point. Now, once point. again, they're way casual about it. And there's a dead guy and a murder. And and, all right, so this is what I'm talking that. about. So all his companions are underneath the boat right now, trying to sleep in the, in the galley, as it were. And he's there just he's sleeping in late. bed. Yeah. And at one point, like, while she's asleep after sex, he's like, I'm going to go and free these guys. Or Right. Now, when he was in the hold earlier, he was, like, uh, helping a guy with this wound. Yeah. And, and then another man gave him a drink because he had done that so but you're right wow she's gorgeous yeah so what they're going to do now is they're going to go together and get on a boat for some reason and get away from the ship I don't know why alright but a bad guy sees them one of the workers on the ship and he throws a knife at Shaft I guess because he's stealing the boat, I guess. Here he is. Yeah, they all have weapons on him. Oh, time to use my weapon. I'll throw it at him. 
I, you know what? He was uh, knives must be pretty cheap because I would not. I'd be stingy. I would not throw my knife uh, in a boat because I'll probably right. go straight into the water. Okay, am I behind you? He, did he just pull the knife out? Yeah, he just pulled the knife out. Well, he's he's, oh, a pro, okay. no, he's, he's walking up there. He's sneaking up there. I'll, I'll okay. tell you the time. Now she goes, look out, shaft. So he shoots them after he throws the knife. But guess where the knife went? Uh, it is 125 and 15 seconds. Okay, I'm fine. Oh, she's dead. Yes, and once again, she got hit by a knife, and so poof, she's dead. Like yeah, how cold. Oh, you know, we should also add to a list of uh, things that piss me off is that if you want to make someone unconscious, you just knock them on the head, and then right. they, they wake up, knock them on the head, and they'll come to you in a room covered in sand. I always wanted to do a comedy movie in which it's an action hero and he goes to do all that stuff and it just, it's not working out because it's, you know, it's got a real life. Ow! Yeah. Damn it. I'll let to do something like that like where it's choking like, him, right? And it doesn't take a minute. I should uh, mention, Anthony, help yourself to those muffins. I made muffins for the bake sale and never happened. Yeah, they're blueberry ginger mu- uh, muffins. Who are you talking to? Okay. There's really muffins? What's that? Can you mail I saw two me a people muffin? came in and they left. Yeah. You know what? Do me a favor. Just close those windows and I'll just... The windows in the studio. Yeah. All right. Let's run full Yeah, this is a live show. We want to make sure that we seamlessly <laughs> flow into the next show. The next show is live, so if you're listening... I got it. Uh, if you're listening... Okay, so we're, uh, back in, yeah. we're back in the room. You know, the war... Uh, you know, his... Where all the magic happens. And he's learning... Everything's fucked up. Uh, Crew member's dead. The girl's gone. We don't know where. Which we run a respectable business. You're ruining it. You make us come off but like seamy. But everyone's... Yeah. They got to Paris and everyone's on the bus heading to their home, their new home in Paris. So is he like... Uh, captain's, captain's like, you, this is going to cost you extra? Yes. Yeah, you totally know movies. Yes. All right. Like this is going to cost you extra, or you get yourself a new captain. This guy is Glenn Edwards. He was in one of the Bond films. Let me just look it up. Yeah, he's pretty good. He looks like he's doing a good job acting. All right, let's listen to He just hung up. Oh, he just did it. This is going to cost you more. He's now learned that the girl is missing, and he must know. Yeah. Later on, when he confronts Shaft, there is going to be a moment of commiseration, which they're not friends or anything, but he's like, they both are lamenting that the girl died. It's kind of weird because you're supposed to hate him, and there's a dynamic of you know, this is what emotion, and they both are touching on it together. It's she must give really good head. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what their connection is, right? Like, Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, <laughs> That's that's the look they give each other. Like she was a good fun lady. Wrote sonnets about it. Yeah, right. Don't blow this job. Okay, wait a minute. Uh, changed my mind on that. It's who's in the trunk, people. Great, yes, welcome. They're now arriving without a truck fire uh, at their new head, their new quarters. Oh, this is where they, they get them. So 
there in Paris. Rent must be cheap in Paris. Not for these guys. Well, how many people oh, uh, were no, in that? They're tra- not all getting apartments. They're all going to be in like bunks and. Oh, so it's like oh, I got you. So when they shot the scene, did they really put thirty people in that truck? I mean, production's notes didn't speak to that, but you saw it. It yeah, really looked like it really it looked like. I think this director plays rough when it comes to uh, stunts and sex scenes. They you probably know. got in there because it was like, come on, come on, damn it, get in the truck. Get in the truck. All right, let's do another take. I had B-roll. Yeah. Yeah, but this is, we only had the one truck. We had to get it from different angles, people leaving. Okay, so this guy shows up and he goes, hello, I am here. I am your, the greatest guy for you guys. I will teach you everything. Let's listen to his okay, sure. spiel. Come on, listen to Perro. Me, Perro, your friend. Me tell you what to do, where to go, where to work. Shaft is the front row seat. I pick up yeah. money. Your money. Save your time. Pay back cost of your journey. Thanks, man. This room. Sounds great. Food. Richard Roundtree with Theodore Rath. your favorite? Yeah, no, I mean, I've seen him around. I, I feel oh. bad I said from Dust to Dawn, but he uh, he's a great character actor that uh, pops up in the oddest things sometimes. But he, he has a different approach each time he performs, you know, like uh, someone like John well, Shaft. Later in his career, I think he was just working to work. I mean, he was in Corky Romano. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he had a softer comedic presence. Like, he knows how yeah. to play the, the scene. He knows how to play Corky Romano. He knows how to play John You're Shaft. Right. So that's one of the reasons yeah, like why I like him. The, um, he was the uh, commentator in uh, Speed Racer. Oh, that's crazy. And- I did not know that. That, that two hour movie, Speed Racer? Right, and he was a former racer who Speed Racer looked up to, and huh. he had become a commentator. Now, at the time I was watching that movie, I didn't know he was Shaft. It's so funny. Like, I, you know, we grew up watching Speed Racer, and Speed Racer is a 22-minute cartoon or 18-minute cartoon, yeah. and then the movie is like two hours and like 13 minutes. It's like, and it was so cool that racetrack and the crowd. Uh, it was, it was like eating cotton candy in like a in a neon sign factory. It just was so much. <laughs> it was a little too much, you know, for two. But the car was so bad, I was mocking it. Uh, yeah. Get That's, it? Yeah. No, no, tell me that joke five more, four more times, so it'll be Mach yeah, 5. Yeah, right, Mach 5. Look at that. So he's saying, you've had a long journey, you deserve some rest, I'll be back in three hours to pick you up. He used his thumb into the European style of doing three. So he puts a bunch of francs on the table, and he goes, you guys split it up. Oh, so he is really ripping this guy, them off. See, they're all, give me the francs. Now, some guys are going to come looking for Shaft, but you see, he's already ducking out. Yeah, he's he's not waiting in line for the Franks. He's out of there. He's going upstairs. Well, he's learned, like, who's the ringleader, and, like, he's kind of, he doesn't need to be undercover anymore. Well, it doesn't matter, because they, it was never undercover to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, but in the setup, you, you see the tiles are real loose. They could just, they're not that's, really... That's Richard Roundtree. Doing this. Yeah, he's escaping. But he's climbing up a roof and they're shooting it. Yeah, for no reason he's escaping because he doesn't know those 
I think he might have looked out the window and saw the guys. I'm right. not sure. Oh. So they're saying, no, he's not here. He's in the next, he's, his room is the next room over. And so they start roughhousing a guy who's, who, you know, where's, they don't say Shaft. Right. Where's Alias? Where's Shaft's Alias name? It's like Chowee or something like that. Is this a restaurant? Yeah. Yeah, he's just using the phone, and they left the uh, door. As soon as he got to Paris, he was to call this number. He was. Oh right. He got that when he got his stick and his that camera. Map. All right. So where's Shaft? In that room. Right. He's in the next. Oyo, your name Oyo. Whoa! Punch in the gut. And this guy is a Laugh. good Samaritan. Look at this good Samaritan. It's pistol whip. Yeah. He was helping out his and- friend. Another punch in the ear. Out, see? Oh, pistol whips that guy. These are like really we nasty stunts, man. He boxed the guy in the ear when he was unconscious, and that guy fell on the ground. He's punching now, him with the gun. Really fucked up happened. Oh, start a fire. Yeah. And guess what's gonna happen? The cathedral's gonna burn down. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> Michael. What? <laughs> I'm oh, offended. Too, too soon. Too soon, yeah. Notre Dame, the greatest thing ever. It's all half burnt. Oh, yeah. No, I know that was I want bad. my hunchback. Yeah. yeah. Your hunchback. That's good. Yeah, he would only... He would only... Oh, it's not humpback. I was going to do like he would only ring the bells on Wednesday, but... Because it was a hump day. It's not a hunch day. Every day for him was hey. hunch day. In elementary school, they called him Camel. Wow, this fire is like real. The, the, the staircase is way on fire. Right, and everybody dies. And it kind of doesn't advance the. Well, here's a stuntman on fire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's real. And he he's, he's been running like down those stairs and they gouge. Look at that! And then they drop like uh, burning uh, logs after after he leaves. This must be one okay, take. So Jack called his contact name and they brought him into the police and we're about to meet a character. The whole point of this character is to be wrong about everything. Oh, there's the girl. Inspector Cousy, John Shaft. Cornhole, that's where they did it. Now, his name is Perot, uh, not Perot, it's Pierrot. It sounds like that, Perot. His name's Jack Harriman. He was in National Lampoon's European Vacation as the hotel desk clerk. Oh, wow. No, that's great. Yeah. The whole point of this guy is to be wrong. Can I get a redo on that joke when they had sex in the corn hut? Wouldn't they be having sex in the cornhole? In the cornhole. When you said you wanted to have sex in the cornhole, this is not what I was thinking. Yeah, when you said you wanted to ride my ass, I didn't mean you'd be in the cornhole. Okay, good. All right, I'm glad I got that joke. All right, yeah, let's yeah, let's move on because that's open mic material. We'll I mean, it's just not developed. <laughs> I'll find him. So there's our Greek actor, and there's our. I'm grateful, Monsieur, but from the daughter, and we guess why she's there is to. They're working together, and he's saying, "Thank you for your help, Chef. You can go now. We'll take care of it." And he goes, "No, this is personal. I'm going after this guy." And uh, hello, Griswolds. Yeah, hi, we're the Griswolds, and we have a uh, room. I see mm-hmm. Americans. <laughs> not that one, not that one. All right. There were two hotel scenes in that movie. The one you just described was with the younger man. He was a famous English comedian. And 
the, the whole point of that scene was he was gross, and it was bad accommodations when they told it was going to be four-star. Gotcha. Oh, I gotcha. Well, it's been a while since. When I read his credit, he was in National Loon's European Vacation. I quickly did, like, hotel scene, and I got two entries, and he was in the second one. Oh, very cool. Now, Shaft comes back, and look, you, they're holding the crowd back, but not Shaft. He gets to come right in. Yeah, well, VIP. Now we're getting finally morality in this film. Like, Shaft is finally saying, I guess this is fucked up. You know, Samuel L. Jackson was the same way in that movie. He was all business. It wasn't about... Right. Well, that was the beauty of the first movie, too, is that he, as a private investigator, he is all business. You know, he, he has but, to... But, but he softens every movie. Okay, now he's going to give the guy a speech. What like, is the law doing the about the shitheads who charge 100 francs a month to stay in a crap house like this? Why don't you really clamp down on the slave trade? I'll tell you why. Because the black ghettos of Paris is as far away from the Champs-Élysées as 125th Street is from Park Avenue. You need a bunch That's of good. poor bastards to work Ties with your roads in your goddamn kitchens. So don't lay any of that law will punish him shit on me. So far. Oh, I love Schaffin. Everything is direct. You know, it's, it doesn't mince words. All right, he's done. He's, he said his say to the, the captain. Last time I okay, said so here is that mean exploitative guy. He's like, see, I told you I'd be back. Oh yeah. Attack. Where do you take the money you collect? Oh right, yeah, you burned down the hotel. Now he's gonna learn the address itself. So he's getting closer and closer to the villain. Exactly right. And he's gonna end up in that room where we always saw the guy with the map of Africa. That means oh, succeed. I- so that's the first five minutes of this movie. It's going to show up in the last half hour. That's right. All right. They're going to read the thing that the brother etched, and that's going to lead them to the the dungeon. All right. Cool. And the backstory of that dungeon is it was a, a Vichy Gestapo prison. Just to make it like the most horrible thing ever so he just walked in the front door no lock and he has a gun where did he get the gun he stole the Luger from the guy he killed when he signed up oh because yeah because he he wasn't allowed a piece iron so he kept it in his crotch and nobody thought anything of it they said oh everybody in this movie carries weapons it's not a big deal now why is the place torn up I don't know so I was looking for a piece of paper, see? So I brought down... Oh, here comes somebody. Now, he will take this guy's gun and use it throughout the rest of the film, too. Pew, pew, pew. One shot. In true movie style, he rolled over the... Yeah, right. So it's a combination of two things we've seen in this movie. It's a bloodless shot with one little pinhole and the director's sadistic uh, zeal of having aggressive stuns occur. Like, yeah. he didn't have and to fall over. the guy was over. immediately dead. And then he fell over a, a, a staircase. Now he's found. I mean, Shaft is winning. He's in the room. 
see. Oh, it's only you, baby. Damn close, baby. Oh, she doesn't die tragically by uh, 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 errant knife. I'm happy to inform you, ruin this movie for you. She does not die tragically. Okay. And she doesn't end up with Shaft. Oh, good. And she skips that appointment on in February. It all works out. <laughs> now, for some reason, they think he knows where Shaft is or something. So we're back to our dungeon from the beginning right. of the film. Yeah, this is a tunnel. And yeah, and there's not light at the end of the tunnel. It's all lit. Well, it's weird because when they were running out of it, that wasn't the end of the tunnel. That was the start of the tunnel. All right, never mind. Now, somehow, the survivors of the fire end up here locked up. It doesn't... How did they get there? God, that's so crazy. So that fire killed a lot of people, but the remainders are are now in prison in this dungeon. Right, and look how many remainders there are. I mean, there's only 30 people on that truck. Everyone survived the hotel fire only to wind up in a dungeon? Yeah. Yeah, look at that. They're going to torture Now we're going to see a Fishburger's reenactment. Fishburger's being our old public... Nurse uh, Jeremy. That's the old public access comedy show we did. And they tickle them! They're zapping the shit out of them. Look how old school the thing is. I know, they got to crank the handle. Why don't they get one of the slaves to do it? To torture? It's gross. Because they get a kick uh, out of No, it. the manual labor of cranking. I'm not doing that. Okay, if it's for torture, I'll do it. Now, she's oh, crying. Oh, she saw the mark. I don't know how she knows it's the brother's etching, but she does. This is where they killed. Killed who? My brother. How does she he know? He wrote this in our language. Oh, because oh, it's in what their it language. It was in his language, in their language. Did they, because when we saw that in the beginning, I didn't really know what that was. I mean, I knew he had something, but I, I guess so. I don't think I even recognized he asked it. But you mentioned Oh, it. well, I had told you. He yeah. Was, it looked like he was trying to get out of handcuffs. Here's a, the like reading. The second time I saw the film, I knew it and as he was doing it, so I thought it'd be best to tell you. So they read his thing. It's like a castle in a... He described, and they're just figuring out at the library. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so weird. They, they, took, they went to a library. <laughs> okay. And they're not doing it in the library. Like yeah, against... and the librarian's like, Le shush. <laughs> Right, it's a French library. You know, that librarian, you make fun of her, but when she comes home at night and she removes the pencil from her bun and shakes off her hair and uh, unbuttons her tie, she's a real party girl. <laughs> right. She goes to work, she puts on those glasses and it's spoke. Okay, so here's the leader, and he's yeah. in his own dungeon. And he's like, what's going on? Does he know where the shaft is? No. What, you know, the, the form of communication must have broke down when the CEO is in his own dungeon. That shouldn't be. Now he's yelling at them. Because of your troublemakers and that black bastard Shaft, I had to leave this country. Shaft. So, I'm going to bury you all along with the evidence. Oh, shit. Here comes Shaft. Driving a Shaft car. I don't know why, but he's going to blow up his whole dungeon. 
with them in it. Why? Is he, is he driving an automatic? With a name like Shaft, he's driving this dick. Yeah. He killed uh, three people with his car now. I know, it's great, like a video game. He weaponizes everything he touched and sexualizes every... He's Shaft. Yeah. Roll over. Yeah, he really got him. Again, now look, look at this stud. He just thought. smashes right into the stone circuit. For no reason. He really didn't need to do that. This director is just good. Then the car blows up. Yeah, and way too much. In a perfect movie style, way too much explosion yeah. for what it should have been. And also very close to the stunt person running up the staircase. Like, do they have to redo these shots and get a new car and do a new smashy smashy, or is it just one take? And they like... spent $2 million on this film. I mean, they in 63 money. They only made 73 a, money. Yeah. a million and a half, but... Well, the second one was Shaft's Big Score, which is a great title. I don't think I've ever seen that one. I didn't see it. I saw Shaft, of course, but... Yeah, I've seen Shaft, and I've seen the reboot, and... Now, look how Shaft has succeeded. Yeah. He's all the way to the, you know, first, the scene of the first, the first scene of the movie. Now we're going to have a moment in which... Oh, this is the, the talk you're talking the hero, about. Right, you see the guy rigging up the explosive charges? Yeah. Now we're going to have that strange moment in which this is a good movie because oh, the hero and the villain are. Right, because well, he's human, been, this is good. Like it's funny. Related. I should mention it reminds me of that. Uh, Clint Eastwood directed movie where uh, Kevin Costner is the villain and uh, Clint's trying to find him and yeah. it's this cat and mouse game and at the end they have like one scene together so this is a cat right. and mouse movie where they've been trying to, to find this guy and finally in the last scene they talk yeah Shaft bends the mouse and he becomes the cat right so here he they poses are his mouse. Now. Say. maybe we should listen because it's the climax sort of it's, it's a it closes two heroes circles yeah so they're literally around yeah. the corner from each other I played the tapes now they don't see I each listen other to you making love to her but they're in the How shot together for most of it why did you have to kill her one of your men threw a knife she's in the wrong place at the wrong time errant knife and why wasn't knife. her body still on board ship Promised her a boat ride. I promised her a boat ride. Well, she would have liked that. Well, I think it's the politics of it, right, too, so because it, it looks like she left with him, so they have to... Right. You know, they don't realize that she's dead. I've got 40 Now, look, that guy got speared, and they're free now. Yeah, right, they were able to break the lock. And they're sneaking up behind the bad guy. Look down at your feet. Oh, so while the hero and villain blah, blah, blah for the final time, these guys are sneaking up to take down the villain. Right. And Shaft doesn't know that, and he takes a risk, and he's saved by those guys, but he doesn't know they're there, so he really took a risk. This is the second time someone saved Shaft's ass. Well, I can see him. And they're saying, you know, he's saying, don't come around here because I'm going to blow this place up, and if you don't believe me, look at the charges under your feet, and... 
So Shaft's going to pretend to disarm, but he's really got his Luger. Yeah, he's got two guns on him. He's double fisting guns. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he missed. Well, every time you shoot a Shaft, you miss. They got him. <laughs> every time you shoot a Shaft, you miss. Yeah. It's like Star Wars. They train those stormtroopers. And those are, those are laser beams. This is the speed of light. Right. They would take the stormtroopers to the target range, and they go, "No, you hit it! You hit it!" <laughs> no, not a headshot. Excellent score! You failed. Now look what they do with the bad guy. They throw him in the pool, so the stuntman hits a shallow pool. It's a fountain. So right. Shaft is now inspecting, and he sees that everyone's gone. Oh, so now he can set off the dynamite. Well, the dynamite's set up, so he's going to use it to destroy the... They're waterboarding the actor right now. They're giving him a well, force baptism. Well, they're drowning him. It's a force baptism, Carl. It's a force baptism. Yeah. Boom. TNT. And they, they spent money on this. Yeah. They found a location to blow up their tunnel. What was that beforehand? So weird. It was the... That's the dungeon where the Vichy Gestapo... Okay, now we have our guy show up who's been wrong the whole film. Right. And he flips and lets Shaft off the hook, even though he's murdered. And... Good, because we got to get going. Look at all this scene. He's oh, a dead body. Oh, are we body. going on time? Well, well, we'll make sure that the next show has five minutes. If you guys are listening live, keep listening. we got a great live show coming up. Live entertainment. There's the dead There he is, float the Deadpool. And he's like, this is terrible. He just raises his eyebrows like, yeah, I see a burning car and a dead body. Shaft gets ready to eat a lot of shit. Unless you hurry, you're going to miss your place. Surprise! The guy's letting him go. Why does a guy get a cab around here? You know where I can download the Uber app. <laughs> Merci. No need, monsieur. Takes the taxi. Take my voiture. I don't know if I want to go in there. It says ice. It's a police car, you idiot. Oh, he's got to roll his eyes. Right, he puts the black person in the back of the police car. How racist. Okay, here he is on his way home now. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Surprise. It's a love interest. Is this the same as that set from the beginning generous. of the film? Yeah. Is that the same plane, maybe? No, they were. They sat a little bit in the middle. That's at the end of it. There it is, Global Airlines. Right. Courtesy, and we probably have some great music. And they fly, They should fly right. They need. Well, fly how do they? Ethiopian. How do they shoot? Oh, okay, we made it's the over, and the ending cuts off. So. Okay. Well, that's great. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We're going to wrap out soon. Carl, you're picking the movie next week, and I'm researching it. What'd you pick? <clears throat> Oh, you're going to research yeah, it? Yeah, is that cool? Wow. Yeah, I was all ready to research it. We all half know it. All uh, right. But I want to talk to you about it. Okay. It says, after I inspected it, it says free, but because you have to watch commercials. That's all right. So will that wreck up yeah, that won't people be. at home? So they just mentioned Ethiopia. So what's the movie and we'll get out of here? The movie is 1981, The Famous Terminator, for no. free on YouTube. Nice, courtesy of YouTube Movies. Right. And so we can say our podcast 
We'll be back. We'll be back. All right, so we're watching the original Terminator next week, courtesy of YouTube Movie Channel. And thank you, Carl, so much. And thank you, Mike. Seriously, you picked the movies. So when I saw this, I was like, this is a rare opportunity. A Hollywood Thank you for letting me watch Terminator before we do this. Not a problem. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, All right. Guys, thank you so much. Carl.sucks and carlsucks.com or Carl's website. And you can find me wherever. And thank you guys so much. We love that you subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year Watching movies bad, strange and weird Commandeer by Michael Hi, this is Carl I'm Mike's friend I I wrote this song My turn-ons are French poodles Chinese of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hello there, my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Bamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. 
but we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs>